right, let's do it. This show has explicit language and mature themes. John, we deliver that intro lick. <laughs> I'm Dexter Sorensen. I looked some stuff up on Wikipedia, and I'm going to explain it to my friend David Gerondale. Hiya, David. Hey, Dex. Hey. PodCon was fucking awesome, right? That was really fun. That oh was a great God. time. That was so fun. Like, I actually met Adelrefi, Arnie yep. Camp, and Matt Young. Adelrefi? I wasn't I there when... All the, I met all the... Hello from Magic hello Tavern, from Magic guys. Tavern dudes. It was, I was not was so there cool. when... Um, <clears throat> Arnie or Matt came by. Yeah, but I was there for Adelrefi... Yeah, I mean, I you were the one who recognized him. No, I didn't even recognize him. I was like, I was like, hey, here's my show, Dexplanations, blah, 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 blah. I gave him the pitch, and then I'm like, I'm Dexter, and you are, and I like reach my hand out to give him a handshake, and he's like, Adel. And I'm like, Adel Refai? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you said it right. And uh, and uh, he like gave me his card and said they were going to drink later. But and then I'm, we never found out when or where. Well, also, I was pretty sure he was just saying that. Yeah, like, it was a nice thing to say, but also for a minute... I feel like we were just all high off the idea that we were gonna be like we were gonna be in a lounge somewhere <laughs> drinking anything yeah. with Adel Rafai. That guy, I mean, he's, he's, he's Chunt the Badger. He's one of the funniest people who's ever podcasted. The person I've I've like have heard. I've been listening, and all of that show is improv. I've been listening to his new show, Hey Riddle Riddle. Okay, and it's so good. Especially the newer episodes are so fucking funny. I've not seen that show. I uh, obviously though we play Jackbox uh, Jackbox games, which is like largely night, produced by every Arnie night of the and PodCon. And... and guess what? I didn't say to Arnie that that's what we were doing because my oh yeah, that's right. We were playing it every night every after night. the con. <laughs> yeah, shit, and I I'd... forgot that we actually played it the day we met those and guys. I'd... Yeah, and I didn't tell Arnie, but. Because my instinct is just to play it cool when I meet famous people. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your level. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't mind being a nerd. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get into the episode. Oh, yeah, let's go. What are we learning about? We're going to be talking about twins. Twins? All right, cool. Yeah. So here's how twins. it's going to go. We're going to talk about types of twins. And then we're going to talk about types of uterine configurations for twins. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to talk about frequency of twins, and we're going to round it off with some other twin stuff. Okay. So let's get into the terms first. For types of twins? Yeah, for the episode. Okay. It's just some terms we'll want to know. Oh, okay. I see, um, I see. For the discussion. First of all, we have zygote, and a zygote is the first cell after a sperm implants into an egg. Yep, gotcha. And it contains all the genetic inf- info to form a new individual. A new human person. Yeah. Um, the next term is placenta and the placenta is a temporary organ, which is attached to the mother's uterine wall and attaches to the baby with umbilical cord. Right. And it's the baby's organ, not the mother's. Yeah. And it's It's, a temporary infant's organ. Yeah. And it allows for a nutrient uptake, gas exchange with the mother's blood, getting rid of waste, and it helps control the temperature. Yeah. Also, just like, just as a quick aside for people who like to eat their baby's placenta 
gross. It's really, really bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, like, Technic- like you just said, it, it, it takes in toxins. Yeah. And it doesn't get rid of them. If you have mercury in your blood and it blocks mercury because it does block heavy metals mm-hmm. from entering the infants or the, the um, what is it called? A fetus's blood. Uh, when it blocks those from leaving your bloodstream and entering the, the babies, it doesn't get rid of them. It just holds on uh, to them. Yeah. It's a sponge for everything nasty that you don't want inside your fetus. And then you're going to eat that after you give birth because you think it's good for you? Yeah, it's only... Nah, te- it's, it's really bad for it's you. It's only technically edible. <laughs> yeah, it's only... Te- also, it's cannibalism. You're cannibalizing your baby. Honestly, I've always wanted to, like, eat... If I have an organ removed, I'll definitely try to eat it again. Eat a part of it? Because You're allowed I, to do that. Yeah, I had tonsils removed when I was just a kid. Yep. And I regret that I didn't eat it. I had a dream Is that the- I did, and it was really salty. Oh. Yeah. What a- Okay. Anyway, that, and that was a, a dream when I was a kid. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the amniotic sac. The amniotic sac is a thin but strong see-through sac that holds the embryo as it develops until shortly before birth. Right. It's, it, isn't it what breaks when your water breaks? Yes. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think um, that's the case. Yeah. So the amniotic sac is comprised of two layers of membrane. The outer layer is called the chorion, and the chorion attaches to the placenta. And the, and inner, the inner layer is, is called the, the amnion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's the amnion. Amnion. Okay, those are two evolutions of EV. I yeah, don't the know. outer layer is called the chorion, and the inner layer is called the amnion. Okay. So let's talk about types of twins. The We have dizygotic twins, and they're commonly known as fraternal twins. Okay, yep. So they're like regular siblings, that happen to be formed at the same time. Right, like two eggs got released instead of one egg, and both of the eggs got fertilized. Yep, exactly. Half of the time... And implanted. Mm -hmm. Half the time, dizygotic or fraternal twins have the same gender, and half the time they have different genders. Because if Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically flipping a coin. You're flipping a coin, yep. Um, The other type of twins are monozygotic twins, and those are commonly known as identical twins they almost always have the same gender right and uh sometimes they don't sometimes they don't and they have almost my mind they have almost 100 percent the same dna so sometimes a mutation can occur to one of the twins where they lose their y chromosome and become female it's called turner syndrome do they only have one x chromosome then yeah holy cow yeah where would they get the other one yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's called Turno's, Turner syndrome, and it happens in like regular populations too, and uh, that's where a female is missing all or part of an X chromosome. Wow. Yeah, and uh, I did not realize that happened. Yeah, it, it is a tiny little chromosome. It, the Y chromosome is tiny compared to all other chromosomes in your body. Another missing part of the X chromosome. Wait, of, what? And they're. Oh yeah. No, sorry. Because they're missing their Y chromosome, they only have one X chromosome. Yeah, they only so have one the, sex chromosome. So the syndrome is characterized by only having one X. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah. Not by not having a Y. Yeah, but I mean, it's... Yeah, but isn't it characterized by having lost the Y? Not necessarily. Like, Oh, you if, can lose an X chromosome and also have Turner syndrome. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So sometimes other mutations can occur after a zygote splits, which is why identical twins don't always have the exact same DNA. Okay. Um, the exact cause of the splitting of a zygote 
of an or an embryo is unknown. So like why identical twins happen and why the splitting occurs that causes identical twins to happen, nobody really knows the reason. Oh. And it happens to a st- standard proportion amongst all uh, populations of people. Is there any individual um, predilection towards it? Like do some people, are some people more likely to give birth to identical? No. Okay, no, nope. not even if not even uh, people undergoing fertilization treatments. That's fraternal, right? Like yeah. those people, yeah, 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 they're just more likely to release more eggs. So yeah, let's interesting. Ta- let's okay. talk about types of uterine configurations for twins. Okay, there are three ways twins can be implanted in the uterine wall for growing inside the womb. There is di di, mono di, and mono mono. So let's start with di di. With di-di twins, each have their own placenta, chorion, and amniotic sac. Whoa, interesting. Okay, yeah, so yeah, you they just implant have two in different yeah, parts. It's of the two uterus. full pregnancies happening independently of each other at yeah. the same time. So we say they're dichorionic and diamniotic. Wow, so that means if your water breaks for one of them, either you're really lucky and it broke for both of them at the same time, weirdly, or you have to have the other one broken for you. But the standard inter- interval for a delivery of twins is 17 and a half minutes in between what? births. Holy... Well, I mean, okay, so you're... Yeah, between that births. actually... I was really shocked to hear that at first, but it makes sense. With the uterine contractions going on, it would be difficult for the other baby not to be delivered at some point yeah. in the near future. I mean, if your cervix is dilated that much and you're contracting, it's it has to come out. Yeah. So it's all pushed. All fraternal twins are die die. Um, okay. All fraternal twins are die die. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Identical twins can have any of the three configurations we will talk about, depending on when the zygote splits in two. For identical twins, if the zygote separation happens in under three days, while the zygote has grown into what's called a morula which is a group of cells making its way to be implanted into the uterine wall. Okay, so that's before it's been implanted, but after it started cell division. Yeah. It's a morula? Uh I don't think I've encountered that word before. If that breaks apart within three days, it will then implant two separate parts of the uterine wall. And become die-die? And become die-die. Okay. Even though they're identical. Uh, Mono-die twins share a placenta and a chorion, but each have their own amniotic sac. So, so okay. So like the the outer layer, the outer layer is, is the, same. the same, but they have two separate inter inner layers. Yeah. So it's almost like finding an egg with two yolks in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we say they're monochorionic and diamniotic. Monochorionic and diamniotic. Whereas like so, di di would be di uh, chorionic and diamniotic. Yep. And uh, in this case, the mono die case. The zygote splits in two, usually between day four and day six, after okay. uh, implementa- implementation of the sperm. Okay. That's uh, what it's called, implementation. I don't We've know. We've decided to implement. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I said just barely. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just made that up. <laughs> so uh, this is the most common configuration for identical twins. Is the mono die? Is the mono die. Okay. Um, so that means most twins... Um, there's the the cells most separate identical from each, twins. Most identical twins. Sorry, yeah. Most identical twins. Um, they separate, separate with six to seven days. Is that what we said? Yeah. Okay. Um, mono mono twins share a single chorion, placenta, and amniotic sac. 
Okay. Yeah, so it makes sense. They're all just like in the same little pool. It's big, one big bubble uh-huh. with one. So when you have two fetuses um, sharing, excuse me. So when you have two fetuses sharing one um, amniotic uh, sac. No, 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 the placenta. And you just have you just have two um, two umbilical cords cords coming out of one placenta. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, so in this case, uh, they're monochorionic and monoamniotic, and they usually split between 7 and 13 days. Oh, wow, that's a long time. Yeah. So, like, for up to 13 after, days, they after were a impl- single after, organism. After implementation, and up to up to 14 days. Um, it's the most rarest type of uterine configuration for twins, which is actually good because mono-mono twins have the highest risk of complications. Oh, like they can get mixed up in each other's umbilical cords. Makes sense. I was actually just thinking about delivery and like how like it would be weird to deliver one baby with a placenta and then still have the other baby inside hooked to that placenta. Yeah. Um, And uh, frequently one or both of them will die. Oh, wow. Mono mono twins. So it is really risky. Yeah. If uh, the split occurs after day 12, most of the time, it will result in conjoined twins. Oh. Because they won't actually separate completely, completely. fully. Wow. Yeah. So um, let's talk about... So conjoined twins are most often a type of identical twin then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't actually sure how that related to mm-hmm. identical twins. Yeah. So let's talk about frequency or likelihood of twins. So around one in 90 human births is the result of a twin pregnancy. Wait, what? That's way more than I would have thought. Yeah, it's about one point one percent. One point one percent. I mean, I've known yeah. I've known a couple of fraternal twins. I mean, a couple. I've known a couple of sets of fraternal twins in my life, so I guess it makes sense yeah. that it's not well, that and, rare. But and it changes depending on where at in the world you're talking about. We'll get to that. Okay. So there is no heritability, like we were talking about, for identical twins. It just happens sometimes, and it's equally common all over the world. So around three in a thousand people, or 0.3 percent of people, are are identical twins. Okay. Yeah, and uh, however, some groups of people are more likely to have fraternal twins than other groups of people. Like some demographics. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like in Japan, people are almost just as likely to have monozygotic twins as dizygotic twins. Wait, what? They're almost as likely to have. Mm-hmm. fraternal twins the, as they are to have identical twins mm-hmm. the birth Weird. rate the birth rate of fraternal twins there being between four and five out of a thousand and the birth rate for uh monozygotic twins is about three and three and a thousand wow that's really unusual. i mean i guess it's well i guess technically it is unusual because it's exclusive to japan for the most part but i just I'm so curious. Yeah. I want to know why the heck that happens. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I don't know. It's just genetic, I think. Oh, yeah. It um, must be. It must have a genetic component, right? Unless, I guess it could be Actually, there are some other there are some other factors we'll talk about, too. Okay. Um, but in some places, like in India, the rate can be higher than 15 in 1,000. Or some wow, Central serious. African countries have a twinning rate of over 20 in 1,000 births. Wow, and we're just talking about fraternal for the most part, or are we just grouping them together fraternal, at this point? Fraternal okay. and identical for this. Okay. Um, besides descent, other factors that result in higher incidence of twinning 
are the mother is between 30 and 40 years old. The mother is taller and heavier than the average mother, and she has had several previous pregnancies. Okay. All of those factors make twinning more likely. Okay. I know I know the age factor can play into like other types of irregularities. Um And then of course I know like so as a mother the more boys you have it increases your likelihood of of um giving birth to gay boys. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Like that it doesn't actually that same effect doesn't seem to happen with um females. Like Boys and girls, for the most part, are gay for different reasons. Yeah. Um, I think of, I have two younger siblings, and I think I'm the oldest, and I think I'm probably the gayest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So it can go either way. I'm not. Oh, yeah. It increases your likelihood. It's not like a strict rule. You're not just going to. Yeah, you can't you can't like be like, well, this is my tenth one. It's it's (laughs) definitely definitely gonna be gay. Definitely gonna be gay. Um, So (laughs) let's talk about fertility drugs. They uh, fertility drugs greatly increase the chance of having dizygotic twins. And in the U.S., after two thousand one, twinning rates rose above three percent for the first time in U.S. history. Wowzers! Just because so many people could afford fertility treatment, I imagine. Yeah. It's been estimated that 36% of twin births in the U.S. result from assisted reproductive technology or fertilization treatments. Oh, wow. So that's like over a third that can be accounted for by fertility treatment. Mm -hmm. And conjoined twins occur in about 1 in 50,000 births. 1 in 50,000? Yep. That's actually quite a few Like when spread over the entire human population. And, you know, I'm not sure if that means ones that come to term or not. Oh, uh, because, I see. So, like, there are obviously they, a lot of complications. Yeah, oftentimes. because they're they're mono mono, so they are oh my, more likely to die because of that, and the they first, have more complications. This is the first time on, I've ever considered what it would be like to give vaginal birth to conjoined twins. Oh yeah. What happens if they're conjoined side to side? Do you just have to give birth to a double wide baby? I imagine they, they C-section you, right? Yeah, yeah I, I, I imagine they must. Yeah. Nobody could do that. No. Um, also, they also nowadays they uh, check them, see if they can be separated, and the reason that they want it is because they share organs that are like f- that are integral to survival. Right, right. Like brain, heart, or liver. I've heard. I okay. So this is this is going back to the days when it was actually much more difficult to separate conjoined twins. Um, we didn't have Ben Carson the and Siam um, twins. What's that? The Siam twins. No, I wasn't going to bring them up, uh, yeah. though, of course, they are the reason why it is called Siamese twins, though nobody really called. likes that term. Yeah. Um, and it is really actually highly offensive. I agree. But um, <clears throat> no, no, I, a lot of twins, um, even once they get the news that that they could be separated using modern techniques, um, I shouldn't say a lot. There have been cases of mm-hmm. uh, conjoined twins preferring not to be separated. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, like, identical twins are already kind of like have this weird close relationship. Something uh, like something like thirty like, percent of like, them have something called like twin talk, where they like in early stages of life develop their own language, communication with each and, other. Yeah. yeah, that nobody else can understand. Dude, twins are like identical twins, especially. 
I, I can really see why it would affect every level of your development to a degree when you actually have, in some senses, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, in some senses, there's a clone of you. Like oh. you share, you share like 100% to nine, like 99 to 100% of your DNA with another person. And not only That's that, you're going like... through the same stages of life at the same time as them. There's almost no one in the world who could understand yeah. you better than that person. Exactly. That's the most effective way to clone a person. Oh, um, right. Yeah. It's yeah. actually the most common, right? Yeah. And the most common. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about some other twin stuff. Okay. Um, let's do a super duper lightning quick guessing round for names of multiple births. Oh, geez. This is going to go really poorly. I think you'll do well. I think Hopefully you might the not listeners get, I think you might, better. I think you might get to seven. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> you're going to wait a second and a half or a second, whichever. Okay. If you want to play at home, just count how many, how much better you do than David. This time, don't cut me off when I actually wait for the second. I was telling you to wait three seconds, and that was my bad. Oh, okay. Um, we can edit things, too, to make it long, sound longer. Jonathan's we don't doing e- a we don't even can need opener. No, he was talking about writing down the things, but we don't even need it, because there's oh, only okay. nine options. Okay. Um, two offsprings. Uh, what is that birth called? Yeah, in a multiple birth. When you birth two offsprings? Yep. A litter. <laughs> it's a fucking twin, you dummy. Oh, okay, um, so this is... <laughs> okay, I understand. All I right. understand now. Three offsprings. Triplets. Four. Quadruplets. Five. Quintuplets. Six. Uh, sextuplets. Seven. Septuplets. Eight. Octuplets. Nine. Um, I'm gonna say non-tuplets. Non-tuplets? Yeah, what is it? Non-tuplets, good job. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Ten. Deck-tuplets? Decituplets? Deck-tuplets? Deck-uplets. Deck-uplets. No tup. Okay, deck-uplets. So yeah, you got, you got all of them except for you got the like first a, one and the last one. one. Yeah, the first one I guess litter? One. <laughs> <laughs> for two. Um. I didn't have a good understanding of what this was, what it yeah, I didn't really explain it very well. What it was. Um, so identical twins, they don't have the same fingerprints. Oh. And that's because fingerprints aren't o- only caused by DNA. Oh, it's partly like epigenetic. Mm-hmm. They're also caused by random conditions in the womb. And here's a quote from Wikipedia. Even within the confines of the womb, the fetuses touch different parts of their environment, giving rise to small variations in their corresponding prints and thus making them unique. Okay, that's why I've heard about their features in general. That like, Okay, so first off, so much of who you are is a product of epigenetics too. Mm-hmm. Like what genes are active at what times, not just what genes you have on yeah. file. And then um, I read this Scientific American article about um, one identical twin who was very successful and then the other one who became a cocaine addict and ended okay. up stealing from his family and kind of got ostracized. Um, and it was an, it was all epigenetics. Like, they had identical DNA and had both tried cocaine in college. It was epigenetic factors that led one to becoming an addict and the other to, mm, yeah. to moving on past that. Or it could have been a little bit of nurture, too. Well, like, it was... I mean, that... They, that was just the premise of the article. They went into detail about how they can demonstrate that there was an epigenetic difference between okay, them okay. Uh, at that point in time. 
um, and how actually illicit drugs actually cause further epigenetic changes in you. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, like the the womb is an environment just like any other yeah. environment, and so like as soon as you s- implant and start developing. You well, as soon as are you not split the off, same person. As soon as you, as soon split, as you split, you're having different experiences from that other individual now, and are no longer the same, regardless of whether you have a hundred percent similar DNA, yeah, or identical DNA. Yeah, superfecundation is when eggs are fertilized by different acts of intercourse. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, fertility drugs can do that to you too. Yeah, yeah, right? um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they make it. They make a. They make it way more likely that it'll happen. That'll happen um, you just start spewing you, out eggs. Yeah, it's called hyperovulation. Okay. Um, but this is thought to be common, but it, it can only be proven to have happened in cases with different fathers. Right, of course. It's of course. actually Because otherwise, how are you going to prove it? Yeah, it's actually thought that one in eight pregnancies is a multiple birth, but only but only a small portion of them make it to term. And oh, sometimes so they're a lot either... of pregnancies actually are multiple implantations, but a single yeah. developed infant. Because one of them will like die really early on, and then it's like impossible to know that that even happened. Happened one in eight, possibly. Wowzers. Yeah, yeah, it's thought that, or yeah, yeah, it's thought that it's possible that. Okay, wow, yeah. that's really high though. It is. It's crazy. Um, I think that's about all I got about twins. You want to talk about anything else? Um. Shoot! At the beginning of the episode, I thought I had a twin anecdote, but I have a few other things, but I want to keep them for other episodes. Oh, armadillos! Armadillos! They only give birth to identical twins, and it's uh, uh, quadruplets or quadruplets. Sorry, it's quadruplets every time, and it's all identical quadruplets. Wow! And so they only give birth to like four males or four females, and they have a hundred percent identical DNA. That's insane. And that happens every single time. That's so cool. Right? I want to look into that. Yeah, it's weird. I, I I don't know. The zygote just splits up into four separate entities resi- reliably, yeah. Huh. Um, but that's it, yeah? Yeah, that's it. All right, that's it for this episode. Dexplanations is recorded at Rabbit Pen Studios in Eugene, Oregon. It's produced, edited, and provided them sweet licks by Jonathan Cunningham. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash dexplanations. Or leave a review on iTunes. Kellen is the show's newest beloved listener on Patreon. Thank you so much, Kellen, for supporting the show. You are the first Patreon who neither David or I know. And for me, that's a really awesome milestone for the show. Thanks also, a- thanks podcan- again. Po- PodCon. Like, it was a great way to meet new people. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure that we met her at PodCon. Um, maybe we did. Kellen, let me know. Uh... Anyways, we likely got a bunch of things wrong. If you want to tell me about it or just want to bullshit, hit me up at DexplanationsPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet me at Dexplanations, comment on the Instagram, or talk about it on the subreddit. I'll bring it up in a later episode or do a new episode about it. You are the only thing that's making this show grow, so please tell someone to subscribe. Oh, and as for you, I just can't quit you. (laughs) Bye now. If you say it one more fucking time, <laughs> dude. I won't. If you say it one more fucking time. I won't. It's actually been estimated that 30% cents. <laughs> <laughs>
It's been estimated that 30 per sex. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's been estimated that 30 per sex. <laughs> say it a couple times. Say it right now. 36%. 36%. 30 per sex. No, I said. You want me to calm down and then you say it again? 30%. I said 30 per sex that time. <laughs>